Hi everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life, your business, your body, your health, your fitness, and best of all, your mindset from where you are to becoming unstoppable. And today I want to talk to you about how we break this cycle of negative thinking, that negative story that we have, that downward spiral, that negative cycle that we keep returning to when it comes to our health and wellness. Now, if you've ever been on a weight loss journey before, or if you still are, I'm guessing that it's not the first time that you've done this. And many people that I work with have been on every diet. They've tried absolutely everything. They're ready to give up. So like that live coaching example that I gave you yesterday, everybody's got stuff. You know, we've all got our own story and we could all write a book about how we got to where we are in life in terms of what's happened in our our family upbringing, what's happened in our relationships, what's happened with our children, if there's children involved, what's happened in our careers, what's happened with our bodies and everything else that you want to throw in there as well. We've all got that story. And yet some people are able to achieve phenomenal success whilst most flounder. So why is this? Well, most of us keep living a story. We keep living this cycle of going on a journey for some particular reason. Something inspires you in the moment. So we're getting close to the end of the year and the biggest worldwide New Year's resolution uh, revolves around losing weight. Every year, it revolves around that. Now, do you think that more people will be resolving to do that this year because COVID has caused the obesity rates to increase even further, the overweight rates to increase even further? So do you think that people are going to be more wishing for that in the new year? I would say absolutely yes. And yet, those people have also been on a journey a number of times. So I'm uh, just starting to work with a, a lady at the moment and she is incredibly negative. She is full of excuses. She's full of stories about why she is where she is, why she can't be where she wants to be. And she's going to be a real struggle to get results for because everything that I say, there's a reason why she can't do it. I was like, okay, well you can only help people so much. I can provide the best tools in the world, the best meal plan, the best workouts, the best accountability program. I can do so many things, but if somebody is not going to do the work because they create a story for themselves, then they're on their own. Now, just coincidentally, uh, what I often do is I'll have a look at somebody's social media that tells me all these stories. And then it's interesting, uh, the theme that you see flowing through someone's social media, whether it's complaining, negative, or what it is that they, um, you know, what, what it is that they're photographing and talking about, and, uh, you know, whether it's celebrating around alcohol or, uh, cock, you know, cocktails or um, beer, wine, spirits, whatever. Um, the, the food, the posts around food and the comments around food. Uh, you know, there's, 
I'm never really surprised that, okay, well, you're telling me this and then you check out their social media and it's kind of reflecting what it is that you're telling me. It's negative, it's not uplifting, it's like, why would I even want to read this stuff? Um, And just a self-gratification in a certain lifestyle. So it's like, okay, do you really want change or not? Because if you really want change, then you've got to do things differently. And that starts with your mindset. Now, what many people do is they get in these cycles, okay? So they get on the, the New Year's resolution. I'm going to join a gym. I'm going to get a trainer. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to do this, this, and this. And within about three weeks or four weeks, you find that most people haven't even kept going for more than a week or so, 12 days. And it's something like only 8% of people actually commit to their New Year's resolutions, which means that 92% of people that are going on a weight loss journey are most likely to just fail, not continue. Why? Because they go on this cycle and something happens along the way. They, it's like they're climbing the mountain and they're feeling good. They think, I'm doing this. I'm going to accomplish this goal this year. I'm going to achieve my weight loss. I'm going to improve my health. I'm going to fit into that bikini or those board shorts or take my shirt off or that singlet and feel good and have those beach muscles that a lot of people want. And they're climbing that mountain and feeling really good. But then they kind of fall in this crater and this crater is like a downward spiral, like a funnel. Something comes along their way. Maybe it's a social event. Maybe it's a comment from someone. Maybe it's the story that you tell yourself because you get out of bed one day and you had the best intentions of going and doing your exercise, but you're too tired. So you stay back in bed and you don't get out. And you say, oh, I'm never going to be a success anyway. Look at all the other times that I've tried this and I've never succeeded. This is just going to be another example of that. I'm too tired. This isn't working. It's too hard. I'm going to stop. I can't do it. I don't have the time. So many excuses, so many stories. So what we need to do is we need to come along and we need to interrupt that pattern. We need to break that cycle so that we don't just keep reliving the same thing. So you you get to the bottom of the funnel or there's a bit of a hole halfway down the funnel and you spit out and you say, okay, no, I'm going to start again. I'm going to do it this time. I really am. I'm going to do it this time. You watch me and you get a couple of weeks in and the same thing happens again, except maybe it's something different this time. Maybe it's work. Maybe it's an issue with the kids and you say, oh, well, you know, the kids come first, so I've got to make sure that I do this. Now, I say to everyone, if you've been a long-term listener, I say to everybody, your kids do not come first. Your partner does not come first. You come first. And when I say that, I'm not talking about being uh, terribly selfish towards the rest of your family. But what I'm saying is that you need to place your health and wellness as your highest value and belief so that you are always optimizing your health. You're always striving to do better with your health so that you can be the best version of yourself for everybody else, including your kids and your partner. But you've got to put yourself 
in that first place. Otherwise, you will keep ending up going down that negative spiral and saying, oh, well, look, my kids keep doing this and it happens a couple of times and then you just come up with this story that says, I'll wait till they go to school. This is what I see with some mums that they've got younger kids. I'll wait till they go to school. Well, guess what? When they go to school, life doesn't get easier. There becomes more issues and then you've got homework and everything. But they think, well, once they go to school, I've got a bit more free time, which is true if they're at school, then you've got some more hours where you're not doing anything, but then maybe you return to work and then you've got work issues. Or, um, you know, uh, maybe there's some other things that are going on that just interrupt you from doing what it is that you thought you would do. So then they start going to school and then, you know, so oh, I'll wait till they go to high school because this is really important years for them. I want to be there for them. So, okay, we're talking about maybe taking out 30 minutes from your day to focus on your health, um, but you're not prepared to do that. And then, you know, think about the, the bigger benefits for the children in the long term and doing all those kinds of things and for your household, for your partner, all that kind of stuff. You've got to think bigger of what the benefits of you getting strong and lean and healthy and feeling great about yourself and what you're doing and the benefits that that has on not just you but the rest of the house as well. So I then have people that say, well, I'll wait till I go to high school. And then it's, oh, well, I just said that, didn't I? I'll, I'll wait till I move out of home and then I'll have more time. Now, if you haven't established a habit now, by the time they go to high school, trust me, you're not all of a sudden going to create this new habit that's an absolutely awesome winning mindset. You need to start working on that right now. Now, if you're working in business right now and you feel like you need to get more in shape, you need to get healthier, then what's the story that you keep telling yourself? What's the downward spiral that you keep going down? Now, I know that that comment, if I was speaking to you face to face, and said that, you might take offence. But be honest with yourself. What is the story that you're telling yourself as to why you can't achieve the absolute health and body that you want? Let's face it, I've never met anyone that says, I'm so happy I'm overweight. I'm really comfortable with being a plus-size person. I really love it. It does wonders for my self-esteem. Um, I'm just really happy in the skin that I'm in. I've never met anyone that has said that. So you might say, well, you're just not socialising with enough people. The point is that most people want a better body. Most people want a healthier version of themselves. Now, this isn't about you saying, just coming up with strong reasons as to why you're happy with being overweight because, okay, you can be happy with the skin that you're in, but you're still not healthy. And you might say, oh, yes, I am because this, this, and this. The science is clear. If you're overweight or obese, you are not healthy. And you are more prone to all kinds of different diseases. You are just not healthy. So you just need to accept that fact. So you can change it. But you have a story as to why you are where you are. Now, let's face it. If we've got 100 people listening to this recording... Probably 70% of you are either overweight or obese. That's what the statistics say, 70%. So what is the story that you're telling yourself as to why you are satisfied with where you are? And maybe you're not overweight, but maybe your health is really suffering. And it's like I work with some clients 
um, men and women, but it's normally the men, that say, oh, I can eat whatever I like, I don't put on any weight. I say, yeah, that might be the case now, but as you get older, that may not be the case. But also, think about your health. You know, if you're eating Maccas two, three times a day, or, um, you know, even a week, and, you know, lots of takeaway food, lots of processed food, trust me, it's going to leave traces in your body and it's going to show up in a way that is very unpleasant down the track. Now, that might not be tomorrow, it might not be this year or next year, it may not be five years, 10 years, it could be 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, maybe even 50 years, depending on how old you are. I find it shows up in people's bodies in their mid-60s to 70s and 80s in ways that is really confronting. But you can control that now. But you're coming up with a story as to why you eat the way that you do. So I don't have time to make this. Of course you do. You're just choosing to either sleep in or not do that. No, I already get up at five o'clock. Okay, well, great. Get up at 20 past four like I do. Put more time into your day. Use your time more efficiently. Schedule some time to prepare meals and to take out some time for exercise. And this is where you have to stop the same story. Create a new version for yourself. This is why I say to people, you know, when I've talked with Liz a couple of days ago about visualization, it's so critical that we keep attaching a bigger reason for what it is that we're doing. I know I've mentioned this before, but I'm going to say it again. I draw like on a piece of paper on a whiteboard, draw yourself in the center and then put all the things around you that matter in your life, like family, intimate relationships, um, business relationships, uh, your career slash business, uh, religious, health and fitness, uh, all the different aspects that uh, relate to your life. Put them around the outside like little bubbles and then have arrows coming into you. Now what you need to do is see that you working on your health and your fitness and optimizing that has a direct impact on any of those aspects. So now you're not just thinking about you, you're thinking about all those other things as well. Like if I'm at the absolute best version of me, who can I be better for? I can be better for my lover. I can be better for my family. I can be better for my kids. I can be better for my clients. I can be better for my um, you know, spiritual community. I can be better for my friends. I can be better for um, at, you know, my work, my business, uh, my career, uh, you know, whatever it is. You know, your sport, maybe you're a competitive athlete. I was like, well, you can be better for the, your sport, for your teammates, if it's a team sport. You know, and if you start to think about it that way, then how can you fail? Because you are looking at a much bigger picture. It's no longer just about you. It's about all these other aspects that are impacted by you improving you. You improve you and all these other areas of your life improve as well. And the reverse is true. You start to head down that downward spiral and you watch how those other things disappear, how they start to become worse and worse in your life. This is so simple, but it's so fundamental, yet most people will not do it. They keep reliving the same cycle. So next time this happens for you, I want you to think about that story that you've been telling yourself and say, hang on, I can feel myself going down this path. I can feel myself being sucked into, and 
I, as I describe it to people, I imagine people being like sucked in a whirlpool down, you know, like in, a, in the ocean or something. It's whirlpool and you're being sucked back down into this downward spiral of negativity and disempowering behaviour. And think, you can see yourself, you know, you're spinning around, you're going round and around, you're about to be sucked down. And you need to find a way to interrupt that pattern and um, just stop that thought process. And that might be a case of saying, stop. Stop, I'm sick of going down this same pathway, this same funnel. I'm not going to live this way anymore. I'm not going to tell that same old story to myself and justify why I am where I am. Change it. Don't live in that same pattern. And then what you need to do is go do something else that's going to, if you like, take your mind off that um, pattern. So for instance, if people are, are feeling poorly and they're, you know, they're in the funnel. They're starting to be sucked down. They're heading towards the pantry. They're about to go and get that chocolate bar or that bar of, um, sorry, that packet of um, cookies or something, and they're going to sit on the couch and eat it. You've got them in your hand. You're about to go and sit on the couch and open it up and start eating it. That's when you're in the, right in the heart of the funnel. You're about to be sucked down. You need to say, no, stop. Stop, I'm not going to do this. Put the biscuits or chocolate back, go outside and go for a walk. Go do something different that is going to completely remove you from that situation. Now I've just used food there as an example, but you could do this with all kinds of different things. You just have to find a way of interrupting the pattern and then replace it with something else. Go do it. Go do something else. And then that will get your mind off it. And then you can start to reinforce the good behavior and say, that was really well done. When I'm coaching my clients, many of them have beaten them up over so many years, decades, that it takes a long time to decondition them from that process. And so I'll spend time with them. I did it this morning with one of my clients and I said, do you know what? We need to change the language that you're using to yourself. And what she said was a really good point. Like she's on this really lifelong journey. She's had a, um, you know, quite, a, quite a horrific past. And she, said, she made a really good point. But then followed it up immediately. But I said, oh, anyway, what do I know? And moved on to something else. And I said, hang on. I said, just stop there for a second. I said, you just made a really fantastic point. And I said, you're on a fantastic, like you're on a great path to completely change your life. Like you're doing so well with your, um, uh, your workouts and with your food. And, you know, she's a single mum raising three kids. Um, the dad's in jail, I think. Uh, she doesn't have anything to do with him anymore. She's had a, a you know, really horrible, horrible um, past. But I said, you are doing so well but I want you to change the language that you're using. I want you to think about the words that you say about yourself. She says, oh yeah, I don't say very nice things about myself. I said, well, this is where it needs to change. I said, right, and I gave her that example. I said, you made a really great point, but then you immediately disempowered yourself by saying, oh, what do I know anyway? I said, don't do that. I said, you've got to watch the words that you use to yourself. And I said, I can tell you how wonderful you are and how great you are. And and I gave her an example. I said, did that feel good? She said, yeah, yeah, it did. I said, you need to do this for yourself. So when you do good things, 
when you do great things, you need to be able to reinforce the fact that you've done something good. Because, of course, we like recognition. But if we recognise it to ourselves, and that's not about being big-headed and you know, saying, oh, I'm the world's greatest at this when you really suck at it. Um, but it's about positively reinforcing that behaviour that you've undertaken, you've had a really good result, and you say, yeah, well done, Rob. You've done really well with that. I'm proud of you for doing that. And that builds our self-esteem. So then next time it happens, it's like, wow, yeah, that's really good. And the more time that it happens and the more times that you reinforce um, those thoughts, you'll find that your thinking starts to change. A lot of those disempowering beliefs start to trickle out the, out the side. They, they don't come into your mindset anymore. And how do I know this? Because I did it for probably two decades or more. And then I realised that, you know what? I need to change my story. I need to break this disempowering uh, funnel of destruction that I would create for myself. And when you, say, have a failure, when you have a, um, something that doesn't go your way, it's very easy to quickly drop yourself straight back into that funnel and be sucked downwards. But try not to do that because... There's no good to come of it to start with. You've got to be strong. You've got to be focused. And when you are, that's when things start to change for you. So you've got to break these cycles. You've got to replace the disempowering behavior with an empowering one. And you keep moving forward. So there's something that's stopping you right now in terms of your health. What is it? You identify it. Take some time out right now to identify what it is and identify what it is that you think you need to do to completely change that. Now, if you need some help, go to the mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com, reach out for a free consult with me and we can get started in having a conversation. You have a great day. Start creating a new story for yourself. See you tomorrow.